Stem Cells at Lunch Digested is brought to you by the Centre for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine at King's College London. Last week, as part of the British Science Week 2017, 10 young scientists from Judith Kerr Primary School in Hernhill, London, visited our centre. And in today's podcast episode, we have these aspiring scientists as special guests, and they are interviewing the researchers in our centre. We're very happy to have you today here in the centre. Do you have these students from, what's the name of your school? Jake Judith Kerr. Yeah. Yeah. Year 3, 4 and 5, right? Yeah. Um, and so what have you done today here in the lab? Um, so what we have done is three different experiments. The, the first one is where you chose a number and there were either uh, pieces of tongue or pieces of skin and you had to see if it was skin or tongue or if it had a um, disease or not. Mm-hmm. Then the second experiment is where we could see whether where the baby um, chick's heart was beating, and um, and the third one is where we extracted um, strawberry DNA from a strawberry and put it into little tubes to make And so, and how do you extract the strawberry DNA? Um, so. How do you extract make you twirl a stick around and the DNA wraps around it? Around the, st- the stick because basically the DNA precipitated and you'll have this... Uh, how, how, what's the shape of the DNA? It's kind of a cloudy. It's a cloud. And it's a it's got like tentacle type of thing. Mine just around. looks like a bit. Mine's <laughs> just a big blob. Yeah, so I don't I've think I've got very much. I've got a lot. I've got a lot. So you've prepared some questions for us. Ashil, Me? what is your question? Um, what different cells are there in a human body? What different cells are there in a human body? Who would like to answer that question? We have five scientists here from the center today. Uh, I can answer that question if no one else wants to. So there's 250 different types of cells in the human body. They are skin cells, they are muscle cells. Can you think about other type of organs? Uh, skin cells. Skin, we already said. Brain. Others? Heart. Heart. Organs. Blood, kidney cells, lung, liver, intestine, liver, liver, lung, lung, pancreas, pancreas, stomach, stomach, and thingamajiggy, intestine, intestine. I already said that. Wait, so skeleton, bones, bones. marrow, and bone marrow. So there's lots of different types of cells in the body. Daniela, what's your question? Uh, we know that you've been research, uh, researching stem cells, and um, what would you uh, most uh, like to find, or what would you most like to find in your research? So, 
Actually, we all work on very different things. So everyone, all the scientists in, the, in this room, they work on different things. But also lots of scientists across the world, they all work on very different things. So some people work on cancer, and you saw some cancer samples today. Some people work on um, different illnesses, so maybe diabetes or um, illnesses of the, of the brain. Um, so for, from my point of view, anything that helps any of these diseases is really exciting, and that would be great. Um, I work on something called uh, pluripotent stem cell, um, and these are being used to sort of um, grow new tissues and cells in a dish, and then maybe one day we can take these cells that we've grown in a dish and give them to patients who are suffering from particular diseases. Um, so from my point of view, that is what I would like to be able to discover in the future. Kia? Hiya. Hiya. What is your favourite bit of equipment you use? Well, my favourite bit of equipment is the microscopes. I really like working with microscopes because it allows me to see the cells in a very, very small scale and have these amazing magnifying glasses to look at tiny things. What is yours? Mine. Uh, I've got asked this question before by a scientist though, so uh, my answer was the liquid nitrogen tank because it usually works. <laughs> no, but uh, what's my favorite piece of equipment? I don't know. I mean, uh, I use a lot the qPCR machine, which is, uh, but it's complicated to explain now how it works. It's, uh, it's a machine that lets you um, uh, see how much DNA or, uh, or how much uh, of a gene you have in one sample, for example. And it's, it's really cool because it lets you uh, precisely <coughs> understand um, if in, um, uh, in one of your samples, for example, in a, uh, in a healthy sample versus a sample that has a disease, whether you have more or less of a certain gene, for example. That's well, in my case, I'm a material scientist, and we have a machine that we can test how much force we need to probe samples, and it, that machine is very, very cool. So we can put um, anything that you want, a ceramic or a glass, and we can uh, make force, a like compression or stretching, and measure how much force do you need to broke it. And those, those materials, that, those uh, properties are very important because those materials can be used on the hum in humans and we need to know how much force it will support to don't broke inside of your body where it is in flat. Yeah, my favorite machine is a machine that we call a uh, sequencing machine. So if you get the, the DNA that you have in your hands and put in this machine, you can see if it's, which is, for example, the machine you say, this is strawberry, or you can detect mutants or not, so it's a machine who can read the DNA, so this is my favorite machine. Other questions? And how long have people known about stem cells? Oh, the first time someone called a cell stem cell was in the 19th century, a guy called Akel, and basically he saw some cells from, and they call, I think it was Dutch, and uh, he called <coughs> the cell stem cells. Uh, but then, only much later, 
already in the 20th century, people looked at stem cells uh, from uh, teratomas and then managed to culture these cells in vitro and create lots of, divide a lot, and then create lots of um, copies of themselves. Um, yeah, but the, the main research of stem cells, when they started to call as stem cells with their potential to make lots of new different types of cells and dividing, differentiating different types of cells, was in the beginning of the 20th century and they were looking at blood cells. And Chloe was telling you about pluripotent stem cells. That happened already in the 21st century and it was Yamanaka that discover which are the factors that can take a cell and transform it in the two, into a pluripotent stem cell, and he got the Nobel Prize for that. Uh, and that's where the big revolution of stem cell research started, basically. Who hasn't asked a question? You haven't asked a question. Um, well, my question is, how did you feel when you first discovered something about cells? Yeah, I think every scientist agrees if when they discover something, it's the most brilliant feeling, even if it's just a tiny, tiny thing you discover. And normally, it is only a small, small thing that you discover. It's a very exciting feeling because no one has never known that in the world before. And it's a combination of all these tiny little discoveries which normally make up the big discoveries which might come out in the news that you might see in the newspaper or on TV. They're kind of a combination of lots of small, small discoveries. And I think everyone would agree it's a really, it's a really brilliant feeling. It feels like Friday. You know, it's Friday <laughs> and the weekend is coming and you're so excited and happy. Yeah. That's the feeling when you discover something. It's and it's even better when you discover something on a Friday. Exactly, <laughs> <laughs> double that. And also, um, it's uh, it's um, it makes that feeling makes for all the the struggle to get to the discovery worth it. That's the thing. You have to go through a lot of uh, uh, sometimes uh, frustration because you have to do the experiment and it doesn't work, and then you have to repeat it and find out what doesn't work, what was the problem, and then in the end you get to your little or big piece of discovery and the feeling makes it worth it. Because it's great because you're looking at something nobody, as Chloe was saying, nobody's seen before. And you made that one small further step to, not to, add, to add to knowledge. I think we have time for a last question before you take your train. I can't choose. You choose. <laughs> What's your question? Um, well, it's knowing that you've been researching about um, stem cells, do you know how they might evolve in the future? You mean the stem cells itself or the research on the stem, stem cells? Or the people. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the, I'm, I'm sure the stem cells in your body won't change much, but the field of research and how to use those stem cells with the research that we are doing, we hope they're going to evolve a lot so that we can use those stem cells to um, in regenerative medicine to cure diseases, use cells for cell therapy, so basically using the pluripotent stem cells to regenerate an organ that is not functioning properly, or if you have some stem cells in your body that are not dividing properly, understand what are the factors that are missing, and so give them a medicine so that the stem cells react in the best way to, to uh, div divide as they should, 
So basically, I think that's the way it should it will evolve. That you use it stem cells as a medicine, or you understand how stem cells work in the body and give them the right factors so that they they um, they divide and they uh, behave properly. Okay. Any other questions that you haven't prepared? Uh, well, it's one that I have. Okay, let's have one last one last, last question. Last, last one um, second last. What type of cells are your hair made of? Oh, I love that oh, question. That's a question for you. No, 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 for you. Well, your hair is made of cells that are called keratinocytes because they are full of keratin, which is a protein that makes them super hard and strong. So that's the type of hair cells, keratinocytes, which are the same that make your skin, but actually they have different amounts of keratin. Okay. All right, we were really happy to have you. I hope you had a great time being a scientist today. What do we all say, Thank Judith Kerr? Thank you. Thank you so much to all the scientists. Thank you so much, because it's, it's a real, 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 uh, on behalf of Judith Kerr. Um, it's a real treat for us to come here and see you in your workplace, the amazing things you're doing, and get a chance to do all these fabulous experiments with you. So, big, big thank you. Can we give them a clap? Thank you. In today's episode, we had the scientists from Judith Kerr Primary School in London. What if your school was next? How amazing would it be to spend the day learning science at the Centre for Stem Cells and Regenerative Medicine here at King's College London? We are always thrilled to be joined by young scientists, so if you'd like to plan a visit, reach out to us using the email stemcellsatlunch at kcl.ac.uk. It will be a pleasure to welcome you.